hey there hey and thank you for tuning into the pod of born to be a star <coughs> i hope that you had an amazing weekend i'm sorry that it's monday uh it's my least favorite day of the week and there's gonna be four more days so i get back to a friday so i'm definitely not happy or excited about that regardless of that today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power I want you to be aware of the fact that you can do anything you put your mind to. Yes, you can conquer that goal you're trying to achieve. Yes, you can learn a new language. Yes, you can find a new job. Yes, you can move. Yes, you can pick a new favorite color. Yes, you can decide that leggings are more comfortable than stretch pants. You can decide that maybe you want to wear flats instead of heels. And maybe you can decide that you want to change your hair color. You can decide that you want to use gel nail polish instead of dip. And you can also decide that you want to watch uh, kitchen, the kitchen instead of some show on the cooking channel. You can decide that you like football or you don't like football. You like social media or you hate it. Whatever you decide, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can. Outside of saying to yourself, yes, you can, you should also be saying to yourself, you know, I can accomplish this. Following the yes, you can, which we just talked about, is the never give up. And first of all, we need to say thank you, John Cena, for having the positive uh, insight to have to utilize that saying in every regard. Like, we know things are difficult at times, but we have to be resilient in difficulty and focus on the positivity and something bad and understand that, you know, things will get better, right? Instead of always just assuming things are going to be worse, maybe we have to look at the bright side of things and be the light in the darkness. Never give up on anybody that you love and never give up on yourself either. You have to keep focusing, keep trying and keep pushing ahead. You are going to achieve your goals. It just might take you a little longer to get to them. Sometimes it's difficult. Like when you see somebody else with something that maybe you want to accomplish, trying to figure out if you're going to be able to accomplish that too. But one person's goals might not be yours. And that's the difference. Honestly, never give up is just a way that we can get through difficulty. Following the never give up is the why not today. And I just had to explain this to someone like Skip and and my mom. Like the idea that you're just going to sit around and do nothing is insane to me. Why not today means like. You get to something you're trying to accomplish today instead of pushing it off to a later point. Why not today is saying that instead of you pushing something off to a later point, you're going to try to do it now. What are we waiting for? If we have something to do or we have something to accomplish, why can't we go do it after work? I like being healthy. I like going to the gym. So some days I go to the gym. Some days I go do errands like it's a. It's an, it's like, it's multiple things that you're doing. Why not today is meaning if you have errands to do or you have things to accomplish, you try to accomplish them. I don't know. I feel like people are unwilling to deal with that. Like, I have forever. I have unlimited time. I could just put everything on the back burner and say, yeah, I'll get to that at some point. But at what point will you get to it? That's my question. Like, what are you really waiting for? Forever? Like, we really have to stop being those people. Why not today is to incentivize you to get off your ass and do things when you're awake and when you have the availability to do it. 
I like to accomplish things and not sit around and wait for tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. I don't know if I'm going to wake up. I don't know if I'm going to be alive. I don't know if the aliens are going to come down and get us. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. And I don't want to try to say that I do because I don't, right? If you have something to do, if you need to go visit somebody, if you need to go pay a bill, if you need to go get your hair done, if you got to go get your car oil change done, if you got to get your tires rotated, if you need to go to the grocery store, if you need to redecorate your house, if you need to, if you're volunteering and you're doing something, I think that we can't be those people that are surprised by life and surprised by things happening. And the more time we waste doing that, the less time we have available. So get to what you're trying to accomplish and put effort into getting there. Meaning if you can get, if you can finish something, don't stand around and wait, get it done. Okay. That was the mantra as you know it. Let's get to our main part of our conversation. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. And I mean a lot. (sighs) Let's get into it. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. First of all, I'm just going to come out with it. I'm a very passionate person when it comes to politics because I'm smart enough to understand that everything that I am doing is connected to politics, right? Where I drive, where I work, where I live, how much taxes I'm paying, how much the groceries cost at the grocery store, how much my clothes cost, the taxes that I'm paying, whether I'm at a store or online, the federal taxes I pay and the state taxes that I pay, right? The car taxes that I pay, all the things that me and my husband's pay and everybody else. I'm smart enough to realize that it's all connected. The Constitution of the United States of America was created so that we had rights. And these politicians pretend all the time that that's not existent, right? The Pledge of Allegiance is a daily saying that children are supposed to say. And I'm sorry, I'm going to be this person. I don't care about people from other countries and what they believe in. If you want to come to this country, you have to be aware of where you're coming. It it can't be that the United States of America changes itself for all these outsiders. That's not what this is. If you want to come into this country the correct way, you'll follow the law. Because if you come into this country the incorrect way, you're going to get deported. There's no other option outside of that. This is why they don't want us to have borders. And they care about world order instead of the order of the United States of America. Joe Biden is the laughing stock of everybody everywhere. And everybody knows that the United States of America is weak. Right. This war in Ukraine is a distraction from what they're doing in Ukraine. Joe Biden has got millions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars from that dirty ass country. And let me tell you this. Breaking news. Young men in Ukraine, they're all dead. Right. They put them in front of this. They're dead. They killed an entire generation of young men for a losing battle. That we all knew they weren't going to win. And I've been saying it from the beginning. And I know Americans are weary and sick of this idea of war, 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 war. I'm going to be the person to say this. And you can take what I'm going to say any way you want to. Ukraine is not Israel. Ukraine is not Israel in the way that... (sighs) Ukraine's not going to beat Russia. Ever. NATO knew what they were doing, and many men over the decades have understood not to mess around with certain areas in that region, yet they did it anyway. So them doing that, they should have known there were going to be repercussions, and generals and many people have said 
not to mess around. They said it to the Biden administration. I mean, the Obama administration. And they likely said something hush hush to Biden, but he ignored it. Just like the pullout of Afghanistan was a nightmare. We have got all these people coming into our border illegally, bringing in fentanyl, and we've got Americans overdosing 100,000 at a time. China brought in COVID, and we're going to pretend like that did not happen. No, that was China in a Wuhan laboratory, and that was thanks to Dr. Fauci, who is another liar. We can't lie about these things. Here's another fact. The pharma industry loves the idea of trans anything because they get to basically do Dr. Frankenstein on people, sew them back together again, and then tell them that they can stop acting like it is. Doctors in the pharma industry love the idea of somebody saying that they want to transition, and they even love... And they even love lying to people. These people are going to be heavily medicated, taking all this weird stuff that they're putting into their bodies that are going to, that are not natural or normal. Taking hormones, trying to be something that they are not. Are we serious? Are we serious? And I don't want to be a part of this, right? I don't agree with any of this insanity, right? I respect people and treat people with kindness and be nice. But honestly, it's just wrong. And you know what you're doing? You're basically incentivizing hate on, like, men and women that like men and women. That's basically what you're incentivizing. You're basically telling women that they have no value. We're birthing people. No, we're mothers, right? We have wombs. We were created by Jesus Christ to be mothers, to be daughters, to be wives. And the idea that you want to break down that and break down the real meaning of being a woman because you don't understand what a woman is. And you want to tell me that a man that's never had a menstrual cycle is going to all of a sudden be a woman putting on a wig and a dress and fake boobs and getting plastic surgery isn't going to make you something that you want to be and the idea that you assume that means that something's wrong with you that's what it means and we're incentivizing insanity i mean i'm not but these other people are the reason i'm talking about all these things is because i clearly have a view here it's a conservative Republican view. Now, I do believe in freedom of speech. I don't think there can be a catch-22 to it. You should be able to say whatever you want to say. And I, I might not like it, but I, who am I to tell you to say it? Do I agree that these people should be running around these campuses saying the things that they're saying, hating Israel students? No. I, I think there should be some sort of a limitation with how they're reacting and this pro-Hamas actions should be stopped, right? Why are we allowing protests for pro-Hamas? But when people showed up at the Capitol to the United States of America, they were shot down by the FBI and the CIA. But nothing's happening to these pro-Hamas people that could be from actual, like, they could be from Iran. They could be, like, rogue agents or something and they could be sleeper cells and we're allowing them to come into our country with no questions asked there's a problem with that for me right i don't like that i feel like a lot has been going on recently when it comes to israel and i feel like a reason people are getting tired of hearing about israel is because they've probably heard way too many times or watch the government just say Israel, 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 right? And I'm not at all saying that Hamas is right. 
but look at how they treated Kanye West about anti-Semitic activity. And look at how they treated that basketball player whose name I can't remember right now. Look at the actions of people with something like that. So if you continue to fault people for asking questions like, I don't know, the person in charge of Prager U, like you're seriously questioning him, thinking that he sounds anti-Semitic because dude is asking a serious question, right? How are we doing that? Why are we acting like Charlie Kirk is a criminal because he's asking how did they get in there like that? Because if you go to Israel, you see the IDF agents and you know how much scrutiny you go under to go to Israel. The reason I know some somewhat about that is because I've been in the rooms where people are going on missions trips and they're getting ready to give their passport and go through all the stuff they need to go through to get there. I've been a part of that multiple times, right? Why are we acting like there isn't some fault here? And I'm not saying of Israelis. And I think that what happened to Israel on October 7th or 6th was horrible. And I think that they cannot cease fire in any regard. At all. But I also think that the United States of America has to think about the United States of America. If the United States of America keeps putting every other country above itself, then where's it going to end up? It's going to be end up being at the bottom of that list. And that's not going to work. And we really seriously really have to ask ourselves, how many wars do we need to be a part of? Because every time there's a war, it does not end in our favor. It doesn't. I don't like inflation. No one I know does. I am overpaying for everything that I have. My car payment. Me and Skip can't buy a house because they're all overinflated and it doesn't make any sense. And it's just frustrating. It's all frustrating. Like you spend all this effort and time trying to find good options and opportunities for your life and your family and it doesn't make any sense and I'm definitely a person that understands the 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 importance of not having children and not being steady or not being stable which is why I don't have children at my age which is why I'm not thinking about that right I'm of the mindset that rich people do okay and I don't mean to sound insulting to anybody, but I'm just going to say it. People that have money don't have their kids in their 20s. They have their kids in their 30s and their 40s. You want to know why they have their children in their 30s and their 40s? Because at that point, they've built up money. They've built up a regimen. They've built up stability for their children to grow into. It's unfair to children to have them at a young age when you're not prepared financially or mentally to take care of them. Now, religion will tell you something completely different than that. But I'm telling you how I feel. I know people with money. I have family members. Do you know how many young women don't have kids and aren't thinking about it? But then think about the people that do have kids. They could be living a great life. But are they really living a great life? Because they're raising their children in a way that I don't think is correct. Which leads me back to what I was saying about Charlie Kirk. Look how they brought that man down. Look at the destruction of the United States of America with them trying to rip apart the idea of a family by pharma convincing people that they have a mental issue and they're trans, right? How does that work? You want to remove religion, remove family, remove love, remove sanity, and you want insanity. Well, that doesn't work. None of it works. It's all a, a disguise. It's all a distraction from what they're doing. They are ripping us off every day in every way. These people that work in the town hall, these people that are the governors, the people that work for the Democratic Party, they are cheating us out of every dime, penny, nickel, and quarter, and dollar bill, and five, and ten, and twenty, and fifty, and a hundred. They're cheating us out of our well-earned money. 
And it needs to end because why are we funding things for other people in other countries and we're overpaying for everything down here in reality on the middle where I live on the ground where I get up every day and I drive to work and I hustle blood, sweat and tears get up every goddamn day and I bust my ass and I have had a job since I was 12 years old. Nobody did a fucking thing for me. And I am saying that I haven't had any goddamn handouts. I don't know what a handout is. Nobody's giving me and my husband free food. No one's giving me a free car. No one's giving me a free house. We don't have that luxury, right? There's no country I and my family can go to around the entire world that's going to treat illegals the way America does here. Which brings me to the main part of this no media allowed conversation. Should Candace Owens go with Tucker Carlson? Ben Shapiro got caught with an open mic talking shit about her. And it's really, really embarrassing for him because she's pregnant and there was no backlash from her. Like, she didn't react to it. Like, she's clearly about to go on maternity leave and... He was saying some very rude things about her. I saw Jeremy Boring on X saying that he's not firing Candace and that Ben Shapiro doesn't have any power to fire her either. That's great and all. But again, why did Ben Shapiro react like that? I have more questions and answers here. And I just... Is anywhere safe anymore? As, as a woman, especially her being a black woman, like, clearly they're out for her. For him to show who he really is. And you've heard me on the podcast ask questions about him talking about Israel more than anything else. He doesn't live in Israel, right? He lives in America, right? It, it can't be pro-Israel, no America. It can't be that. And he's all pro-Ron DeSantis. There's some funkiness going on with that, too. I didn't like his reaction to Donald Trump. He always says something negative, and I don't understand that. I didn't like his reaction to Kanye West either. I thought it was very disrespectful. Just calling people idiots and stuff. He does that all the time. And I'm not saying that Ben Shapiro is racist, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he went out of his way to react like that either. I'm not saying that either. But here is what I'm saying. Why would he make that those comments? And he wasn't by himself when he said it. He was in a room full of people. In a private gathering. In a private gathering where Candace Owens wasn't. Right? So he's saying it behind her back. Ben Shapiro does not live where the show takes place. He lives in Florida. The show takes place in Tennessee, where the majority of everyone else lives except him. Does that mean that's the reason that he attacked her? Because I listened to the whole Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens conversation. And the only thing that I gained from that conversation is that, one, I love Tucker Carlson. Two, I've always respected Candace Owens, and I respect her even more now. And I feel like I need to apologize to her, to her face, and tell her she was right about everything from the beginning. And I had the right mindset thinking she was right. It should have been more difficult for other people to try to convince me she wasn't. She is a remarkable young woman, and I have nothing but admiration and respect for her. And I want to do nothing but support her as a woman, as a mother, and as a voice for women out here right it doesn't matter that she's black and other people are other races she's a voice for women a sane voice asking real questions and not being afraid of getting real answers she's doing the work she's putting in the effort and she's giving it the time and there's not a lot of people that do that right megan kelly is okay but still there's something iffy there we need to understand the value of Candace Owens and 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 recognize it and respect it. Just like 
We know the value of Tucker Carlson, which is why Fox News has lost numbers. Jesse Waters isn't Tucker Carlson, right? Dan Bongino isn't that guy that they put on on Saturday night. It's not the same thing. They've lost. And they lost something that they're not going to get back. Is Daily Wire next? Should Kansas Owens even go back? Like, why are you saying these things about her behind her back like that? And who is holding him accountable? And why does he keep bad-mouthing Trump, not facing reality, acting like the numbers are there for Ron DeSantis, and they're not? And I keep asking this question every day on this podcast. The numbers aren't there. The numbers weren't there for Tim Scott. The numbers weren't there for Pence. The numbers are not there for, uh, what is her name? Um, Nikki Haley, which is a cover name. And, dude, I like Vivek, too, but the numbers aren't there for him either, right? They're not. The numbers aren't there. They've never been there for Chris Christie. And no one in their right mind is going to elect that man as president. It is not going to happen. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. The never Trumpers are never right. And this idea that you're going to replace something that that man created, they are attacking him in every way, every opportunity, every day. And instead of you being on the side of of righteousness and the side of correctness you are willing to put that over there so you can support Ron DeSantis because you live in Florida that sounds like a heaping pot of bullshit to me we need to face reality and face the facts and the more we do that the better off we will be there's just that. I don't know if Candace Owen should go back to Daily Wire. I mean, I kind of like her being on Daily Wire. But do they like her being on Daily Wire? Because how is it okay for Ben Shapiro to do that? What's going to be his backlash? Is he even going to get any backlash? Because he has like a specific group of people looking at him. The majority of his group is likely Jewish. And the majority of his group is likely on his side with things that he is saying. But if you're like me and you're watching Daily Wire because you like the voices on the platform, you might be looking at this differently. Is this a way for them to break us apart? I think we need to be listening to further right right voices. So if you've got access to YouTube, you might want to start listening to some a guy named Royce White. If you've got access to YouTube, you might want to start listening to We don't really need YouTube, but there's Ted Cruz um, why is he there? And there's so many other voices out here. There's uh, the Ruben Report. I'm not really going to tell you to listen to Megan Kelly because there's something about her that, ugh, like I listen to her, but I, I don't love her voice. She reminds me of Nikki Haley. There's Dinesh D'Souza, which I absolutely love. There's Dan Bongino, another person I can't stop listening to. There is the... uh, There's a lot of voices out here. And I want you to be the person to find the voices that you like. But I want you to be aware of the fact that You don't have to feel stuck. Common sense isn't common anymore. And everybody's following a bunch of stupidity because it's convenient for them. But common sense, just common sense, right? A man is a man, a woman is a woman, a woman has a vagina and she can push out a child. That has left the building, right? 
we are pretending now that reality isn't real and that if you say something, you can act like you didn't say it and nothing happened. No, guns don't shoot themselves. Taxes don't raise themselves. And idiots don't hypothetically get jobs are unqualified for. None of that shit happens by itself. You've got this problem in our country where we want to give family members and people we know opportunities that they don't deserve. Right? Nepotism. Nepotism is going to be the destruction of the United States of America and every corporation in it. Do not hire people that can't do the job because if they can't do the job, the job isn't going to get done. Right? The financial industry, the banks, the economy, uh, Wall Street, all of it, it's going to crumble. Nothing good is coming from this shit. Nothing. Common sense isn't common. Freedom of speech is gone. Because the freedom of speech still existed here, why are they trying to do a gag order to Donald Trump? And then why are they reneging on the gag order? And why is a judge laughing at a camera or something in his face saying he doesn't want to hear Donald Trump? But this is Donald Trump's case. Why isn't Letitia James fired? Not even Letitia James, but the other guy that's willingly allowing felons and thugs and bad people to get away with murder. We have no competent government right now. And I'm not sure if we're getting it back, quite honestly. Freedom of speech doesn't exist in America. And America isn't great anymore. It's not the greatest country in the world compared to the other ones it is. But they're still limiting our speech. They're still taking away our ability to share our actual opinions. And they're still telling women you're a birthing person. Well, guess fucking what? I can say fucking and I can also tell you my name isn't a birthing person. If I have a child, I am the child's mother. There's that. I don't want to hear another goddamn thing about that. Breast and a vagina make me a woman, motherfucker. And that is it. And if you don't agree with that, too fucking bad. You can put whatever fake body parts you want on and pretend to be a doll if you want to. You have a mental issue. And like I said earlier, I'll be respectful for these people. And I'll even do the her thing and the she thing just out of respect. But in reality, you're fucking crazy. That's it. Right? That is it. Why are we giving these people any time of fucking day? We just need to keep talking, keep moving, and keep rolling forward. The only way we're getting our country back is if we tell these motherfuckers to get out of our goddamn ways. Red, white, and blue, the United States of America, home of the brave, land of the free. No other country is comparable on this map. And they all hate us. They hate America. Why do we allow them to come here? These motherfuckers need to be deported. We shouldn't allow Ukrainians in. We shouldn't allow any country in. Muslims, none of them. None of them should be over here. They all need to be deported. We need a grown-up in the room, and we need someone responsible enough to understand why they cannot be here. These Hamas protests and these protests against freedom in the United States of America is one example. Last week, they had Xi Jinping from fucking China in here for a fucking week, and it was an embarrassment. It didn't show the power of the United States. Janet Yellen isn't supporting the United States. Joe Biden just wants to figure out more ways he could do crooked Joe activities with his fake doctor wife. These people are lying about who they are. And they do it in a way where we all know they're lying. It's just fucking annoying. But anyways, a lot went on this past week, including the most embarrassing act of all. America acting like China is an ally when it's trying to eat us for breakfast in every way possible. They love to silence you. Except they can't silence me because I'll find a way to speak and I'm happy to use Rumble. I don't go on YouTube and they can kick rocks, right? Outside of my mom sending me videos for church, right, for Christian songs and things, that's the only way I go on YouTube. I stop following fake people 
with clickbait, right? Pretending that they're on the side of the conservatives and the right. I am a MAGA Trumper. I love Donald Trump. I love what he resonates. I love his passion. I love his energy. And I like that he is a family man first. My family enshrined in me over the centuries and over the years, right? My ancestors did not do everything they did for me to be here, not to fight against these people, right? And I don't see color because I'm mixed with a lot of things. Like I said, I'm black and I'm white. I'm other stuff too. It's, it's likely I'm majority white than the other things. If you actually look at the numbers, I love my ancestors. I love the idea that I'm Irish and I'm German, right? I, I get to be a part of these great places and they get, they get to be a part of me. I get to celebrate St. Patty's Day and actually celebrate St. Patty's Day. I get to celebrate German things and actually be German. And I love that. That's a part of who I am. That's it. Basically, they want to silence you because if they can silence you, then they can pretend like the lies that they're lying about are true. And if you're not talking and telling everything that they're doing, then they can get away with it. So being quiet is giving them a way out. This has been your Monday extreme edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Maybe I went a little too far. It's over 35 minutes here. But Ben Shapiro is really pissing me off. I don't like how he's talking to Candace Owens. And it doesn't have anything to do with the color of her skin. I really didn't like the conversation with Megyn Kelly either. Right? Now, I'm more on Megyn Kelly's side with wanting to, like, limit these people that are, like, Hamas protesters. But then again... I, I feel like I have to be more on Candace Owens' side because if we misuse the power to take away someone's ability to protest, then we are them. And the more right people, the more people on the right side that fall for this, the less people we have that are fully aware of everything. I think that things have to change. That's just basically it. Moving into the main part of our conversation. Grateful for my family. Thanksgiving is coming up on Thursday. And I'm extremely grateful for my family, especially my mom. You know, without her, I don't know where how I'd be where, where I am. Right? Having her moral support and having her just be a rock for me, regardless of everything, is definitely truly amazing, beautiful, and overwhelming. You know, whenever God decides that it's her time to come home, I'm going to be deeply hurt. And, and, and then at that point, I'm really going to be alone. But so, I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon. But, you know, the mother, your mother's love is the greatest love you'll ever know. And, you know, as I get older, I start to recognize that my mom is like my best friend. Right. And that's how it's supposed to be. She's the one person I could talk to about everything that understands me in a way I don't think anyone else does. And um, I'm very appreciative for everything that she's done for me over the years. And I'm just so grateful. I'm just grateful for my mom and my family. Um, I'm grateful to have an amazing husband. He is an amazing man. I have amazing brothers. You know, I, I have really great family members, you know, and I'm, I'm just very happy about that. You know, I'm very thankful for all, all that I have. You know, my mom, my dad, really the way they brought me up and the way they enshrined you know, the fighter within me. I, I, I'll never be able to say thank you enough for that. You know, I know that we're coming into Thanksgiving 
and maybe things aren't the way we necessarily wanted them to be. The housing market's insane. Inflation's up to an all-time high. And there's like 15 fucking wars around the world. And everything's going to shit in every way, every day, right? Maybe you can't survive or you're having difficulty paying for things or you're not experiencing the best experience, but you're trying. It's difficult, but you have to find a way to be happy or try to be happy in that. I'm grateful for my family above anything. And so I love each and every one of them. And as we grow older, we should grow closer as well. When it's time to go, then go. You know, I love my community and the downtown area of my time. But I knew at the last place I worked at that it was time for me to go like immediately after I started. So I tried to make it work, but there it just got to a point where it was like, why am I here? There's no room for growth and this isn't going to work. If you're working at a place where you know you can't grow and you can't move up in it, then there is no point. There is no point. And so if it's a job, if it's a relationship, if it's somewhere you live, if it's school, whatever it is, when it's time to go, when it's time to get rid of it, when it's time to leave it alone... Leave it alone. Getting rid of old things is sometimes difficult because I don't know if I'm a hoarder. And Skip always tells me, why do you need all these things? But he isn't living like the life that I'm living where I have to go to work and dress up and look like a lawyer. And I can't have like one pair of shoes. I have to have multiple pair of shoes for a reason. Like every style's different. Like just because I have three pair of black shoes doesn't mean they go with everything that I have. Or just because I have more than one pair of black boots doesn't mean I don't need both of the boots. Like clearly I'm needing these boots or shoes or these options for a reason. Like, it's difficult to get rid of old things, but the great thing you can do with old things is you can share it with others. You can donate it to your savers. You can donate it to a shelter. You can give it to a family member that might need things. I used to give my clothes to my niece, and and that's really a great way to share things with your family members. They're called hand-me-downs, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And it's really a great way to share and love and be kind to each other. But sometimes it's hard because you're always like, I don't know, I'm going to need that at some point. If you have something and you're not wearing it, it's probably time to get rid of it. Winter cleaning means like you're going through stuff and you're getting ready to get rid of it that you don't use. Like if you don't use it, maybe it's time to get rid of it. The cold weather is here. I don't know if the cold weather is here. Because one day it's like 40 degrees and then the next day it's like 65. And I, I really don't know what the hell's going on with the weather anymore. Is this like a serious problem? Probably. Are we going to get a winter this year on the east coast of New England? I'm hoping not. I do not want to deal with snow. I am not a snow fan. Like I'm a snow fan to play with my nephew. Like and build snowman with him and have fun and chase him around outside. That's why I like snow. I also like skiing. But I don't like shoveling snow around my car. I don't like shoveling snow where I live. And I definitely don't like trying to get the snow off while I'm at work to get home. That part of it is not fun. So hopefully there's not a lot of snow coming. But everybody keeps saying it's going to be really bad this year. And I'm hoping that they're all wrong. And I'm hoping that God just lets it snow like three times last year. I'd be totally satisfied with that. It could just snow and blow away. Like, seriously, Vermont and New Hampshire can have all the snow. Maine, too. They can have the snow. I don't want it. Pass. Do people send letters still? I was going to send Christmas cards to all my family members, and my mom was like, why are you doing it? And it's like, I'm sending Christmas cards because that's my thing. So the why are you doing it, I feel like is rude. I'm still going to send the Christmas cards. Um, but do people still send letters? Like, by mail? Like, have you ever written a letter and mailed it to somebody? Or have you ever written a letter and given it to someone in your immediate, like, presence? I can't remember the last time I did that. 
I don't know. I feel like people don't write letters anymore, and I think that that's something that died, especially with text messaging and emails and even social media. Who writes letters with social media? I think it's something that's really nice, but I don't know who's doing that, and it'd be interesting to, I guess, find out who's doing it. Moving into watching things, right? Surviving Paradise, that's on Netflix. I don't know. Crown. I like Crown, so I'm ready to see the next season of that. The Best Christmas Ever. I think that's a cute movie and I want to watch it. Mom said she looked at it and she said she liked it. So I'm willing to try it and see if it's good. Um, I was hoping that at this point Netflix was going to have more Christmas movies on there, but they don't. Um, The Perfect Match. That's a show on there. Is The Perfect Match like the other dating shows? Like, like they're supposed to be with each other? Is it like a game show? Or is it actually about, like, a perfect match? There's a lot of dating shows on there. So I guess I'm going to give it a try and see if it's like that or different. Matt Rife has a new comedy show out on there. It's an hour special, and I definitely want to try it. I've been promoting that, like, all week long, so we'll see if it's good. Family Business looks really great. That's on Amazon. Botched. I don't know what that's about, but I did see the preview to it. Looks okay. Bodies. I'm assuming that's horror, but maybe it's, like, mystery though what first wives club doesn't that sound good do you think the first wives club is about like a group of women that are wives in like a neighborhood and they're talking about like all the mysterious stuff happening in their neighborhood or do you think it's a show about like women trying to figure out how they're going to kill their husbands i don't know it could be either or but i'm willing to give it a try and love island like, is there a, an island full of love? Or is it like that game show where they convince the people that <laughs> they're going to an island and do a bunch of things they shouldn't do just to will them back into reality and make them actually figure out the importance of love? I honestly think that there's a lot to watch right now, especially with football and sports and hockey. And I've really been watching a lot of hockey games. I've been watching the Sharks like No Tomorrow, watch some Ranger games. Maple Leafs are playing really decent. I haven't really started watching basketball yet. I kind of want to start watching the Celtics again, but part of me doesn't want to do it because I can't stand the propaganda from basketball from the NBA, but we'll see what happens. Um, Soccer's pretty good. You know, I love soccer. I love hello. And uh, my favorite team, um, Manchester City. Uh, Very entertaining and interesting. Um, Outside of sports, um, it's been fun watching Disney die, right? Um, I've been watching a show called Ashukara or Akara or whatever. It comes on every week. Well, it's on Disney and me and Skip are getting through it. There's a new season of Loki I want to watch. There's a bunch on. And I've been binge-watching Kitchen Nightmares. I think that there's a lot for us to look at, and I really want to get back into watching Apple the way I was before. Uh, so that's going to be something I'm really going to make sure that I get better at. But there's just so much to look at, and there's no reason for people to be like, there's nothing on. How can you be saying there's nothing on with everything that's on? I'm going to be real. I haven't really checked out Shutter lately, but outside of me not looking at Shutter, there's still stuff that's on. So I'm just going to say that now. Um, outside of all those wonderful things that I've been watching and we've been looking into, 
Let's talk about food. Keto taco Alfredo pasta. Now, that sounds like a lot of work for me, but the recipe did look good on Pinterest, so maybe I'd try it. I'm assuming that the taco Alfredo is like a sauce with like what you would put in a taco and you mix it together with the pasta. Reconsidering going meat-free, like either eating less meat or going completely vegan because of all the salt in it and all the bad things in meat. But I don't know if I can do that again because Skip's not going to do it with me and I want things that are easier. I don't know if I want to do meal prep every week either because like it's a lot of money and I'm not like saying I can't afford it. I'm just saying do I really want to spend like $70 a week on meal preps? And we're moving soon, so I really don't want that stress of, like, paying for that every... Like, I got to get back into making my own food, like, myself. Like, I really... I got to get back into that. Cranberry pecan coleslaw. So, it's cranberries, pecans, coleslaw. Dump it in. You add in mayo, spicy mustard, some olive oil. Mix it together. Then you can also chop in some cranberries and then, like, chop in some cranberry sauce. Mix that together. That could be a really great side for Thanksgiving. I th- I think we should try that. Rasta pasta. So this is a Jamaican pasta. You really want it to have the depth and flavor. So I recommend that you find someone that knows how to cook Jamaican food on YouTube or something. Or maybe on Pepper. Or Pinterest. Or just find a family member if you're lucky. Maybe you can find somebody in your building or your neighborhood that really knows how to make this stuff from scratch. And talk to them about that. Cinnamon roll cheesecake. Doesn't that sound interesting? Cinnamon roll cheesecake do you want to eat that i kind of do zucchini pizza rolls is the last thing we're talking about today do we want to eat zucchini pizza rolls so basically you roll out the zucchini and you layer the pizza toppings within the zucchini and you put that in the oven and you top it with mozzarella and you cook that for about 30 minutes take it out and you just made like carbless pizza i say try it That's the end of this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And we need to fight together if we're going to save America because America can only survive if we're willing to fight for it. There's darkness here and we have to continue to be the light. I can see in this darkness because you are my light. Our star power is our ability to be the good and the badness, to be the light and the darkness, and to be the will in the day. There's going to be things and people that are going to try to discourage you and tell you what you can't do, but you have to be strong enough to understand that you can do it all. I see your light, and I hope that you see mine. Thank you for being a star, and I'll see you same place, same time tomorrow. Born to be a star. Yes, you are.